Looking for a unique online gaming experience? Well, Golden Nuggets Online Live Dealer Games are changing the way people play online in New Jersey. Broadcast live from an exclusive studio at the Golden Nugget Atlantic City and streamed directly to you, the player, on your smartphone or your laptop, Live Dealer creates a true casino floor experience online. Play blackjack, roulette, baccarat. All these are available seven days a week from 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. live in real time on New Jersey's most innovative online gaming site. The dealers even have their own unique personalities talking to you as they deal the cards. It's almost like being in the Golden Nugget in Atlantic City. As long as you're within New Jersey limits, you can play wherever you happen to be or on the go. Get started today at GoldenNuggetCasino.com and take part in the newest and most unique online gaming experience a casino can offer. Golden Nuggets Online Live Dealer, truly the next evolution of online gaming. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey only, problem gambler, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different. With author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Hello, everyone. I'm Ashley Adams. This is House of Cards. We're going to have a wonderful show for you this hour. Uh, we have a guest who's been on many times before. He's one of the best people I know to talk with about poker. Frankly, it's not talking with him. It's listening to him because he can go on and on in a fascinating way. Fans of the show for a while, those of you who have tuned in over the last few years, have heard the guy that we're going to have on. You know he is a wonderful guest. His name is Johnny Hughes. He's an old-time road gambler, poker thinker, poker writer. I think you'll enjoy him. And, of course, we'll have a mailbag segment as well. So stay tuned. We'll be back shortly. Do you have what it takes to compete against the best in the world? Find out at the 14th Annual Borgata Poker Open, September 6th through the 23rd. Test your skills during two weeks of checking, raising, calling, and bluffing your way to the top spot during over 40 events. Enter to win your share of Borgata's largest poker prize pool of the year in Borgata's largest poker tournament of the year. The televised WPT Borgata Poker Open Championship starts September 18th with a $3 million guaranteed prize pool. Catch all the action of the final tables for the $2 million guaranteed deep stack kickoff. The $1 million guaranteed Almighty Stack and the WPT Borgata Poker Open Championship in exclusive live streamed events at theborgata.com. The 2016 Borgata Poker Open at Borgata in Atlantic City, September 6th through the 23rd. Satellite your way into Borgata Poker Open events online at borgatapoker.com. For tournament details and live streamed events, visit theborgata.com. Available in New Jersey only. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards, and you know this show keeps me busy traveling around the country. Do you hear all that noise behind me? That's a casino floor in Atlantic City. Even though I'm around all this excitement, I still need a good night's sleep, and that's why I bring my pillow everywhere. Now, don't get me wrong, the hotel rooms here are very comfortable, but some of their pillows aren't the best for my back and neck. That's why my pillow is a must for me when I travel. And right now, my pillow is offering a special four for one deal. You get two my pillow premiums and two go anywhere travel pillows. All for the price of one my pillow. Go to mypillow.com or call 800-319-7913. Click on or mention Radio Listener Special and use promo code CARDS, C-A-R-D-S, at checkout. My pillow comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty, and hey, you can even wash and dry it. You deserve a restful, deep, comfortable, and like me, healing night's sleep. That's the Radio Listener Special at MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913 and use promo code CARDS. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. 
And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. In the field of local live entertainment. Oh, my God! Welcome back, everyone. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. And those of you who have been... Fans of the show for a while, those of you who have tuned in over the last few years have heard the guy that we're going to have on. You know he is a wonderful guest. You know, we, we have a lot of young guns on, a lot of promoters, a lot of people who know all about the latest technology. But my favorite type of guests are like this guy right here, Johnny Hughes, who is a self-described road gambler of the old school. And we're going to talk to him about his experiences and actually about his strategy uh, for winning at No Limit Hold'em. So without further ado, Johnny Hughes, are you there? I'm here. Well, great. Tell us about your latest project and uh, what it's all about. Okay. Uh, this will be my third book, and I have just finished it. And I look on myself. I, I was a university teacher for 20 years. I look on myself as a teacher teaching young gamblers, uh, and teaching poker players how to be gamblers and passing on the oral traditions and all that were passed on to me. <clears throat> the book I just finished is a novel, and it's got a guy my age teaching a young poker player who's a fabulous player, fabulous cash game player, uh, all about being a gambler and all of his philosophies and those same philosophies transfer over into real life. <laughs> but let me, when I was let me ask young, you another. Yeah, I was just going to say, why don't you start with your background and let our listeners okay. know who don't know you a little bit about their back about your background. Yeah, I'm uniquely qualified to to write about these things because when I was a teenager, I wanted to be a professional gambler. We had several in the family, and my great-uncles on my mother's side were road gamblers. My mother was a fantastic card player, and um, I fell in with a guy named Curly Cavett who uh, kept out of the limelight, but he was uh, just the con. When Doyle Brunson reviewed an article I'd written about Curly, he wrote, wrote that Curly was the consummate gambler. He had no tr- leaks. <clears throat> but he taught me everything about it, and he introduced me to future Poker Hall famers Sarge Ferris and Johnny Moss, and I used his name in Las Vegas. I met Benny Binion through Curly, and he got me a job working for another Hall of Poker Hall of Famer, Bill Boyd, at the Golden Nugget playing stud for the house, Schilling, and... Um, I just wanted to be a gambler, and I learned a lot about it. And I'll combine a little etiquette here. I uh, I started out kind of as a trash talker, you know, around the high school and college games. And my mother was real obnoxious, really obnoxious, and a terrible cook, dear old mom. But she was probably the world's most obnoxious card player. And we traveled to bridge tournaments in several states, <clears throat> and she and she gambled at golf and bridge, and she would make the opponents mad. Well, when I first started winning good money playing poker, there were, Lubbock was a poker center where I live here. Lubbock, and Texas. several professional gamblers lived here. Johnny Moss lived here once. Uh, Bill Smith, the main event champ of 85, and these guys trained me. But before that, I as a freshman in college, I got in with these guys older than me, about 
you know, 10 years or thir- guys in their 30s. And I was just winning a ton of money off them. And I was kind of a trash talker, and we'd con back then. We'd ask to split the pot and stuff, you know. And um, I went up to a steam bath one time. These guys from the poker game were in the steam bath. And I could overhear them talking about me. And they were saying, he's obnoxious, and he's a wise-ass, and he's winning all our money, and his name's in the paper all the time for these bridge tournaments. Let's borrow him. And one other guy said, no, nah, he's loose as a goose. We'll win that money back and everything. And it wasn't too long after that that they did bar me. But these old professional gamblers, they taught you how to dress, dress very nice, because we're trying to attract the oil men, the businessmen, the lawyers. Act very nice to them. They're like your customers and you're a salesman. It's supposed to be entertaining, light talk, make people enjoy themselves. And Bridge got hurt a lot by the weaker players, got run off. They were intimidated by the experts. And to a degree, pokers, that happens in poker. One of the main things that irritates me these days in etiquette is people won't look at their hand until it comes to them because they think they're on TV and it gives them a chance to get the limelight. And you should look at your hand immediately for strategic and courtesy reasons. And that way you can observe the people behind you. And if you just stop and wait till it's to you, then everybody's observing you at once. And it's just, I saw a tournament the other night and, and a guy did that, you know, he would wait till it's to him. And then he'd just study, even if he was going to fold, he'd study a good while and then fold. He was slow playing the game. And oftentimes, I think, the weaker players will kind of hold up the game because they want their money to last. We are going to be back quickly, so stay tuned. So when we brought him home, we didn't realize that Bear the Rescue Dog was actually sick. He had very flaky skin. He was dropping a lot of fur. And LeVette wanted to do steroid injections, special dog food. Nothing seemed to work. So I've been hearing Dinovite on the radio for years. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. It never actually crossed my mind to try it until I was just at a dead end. And then it finally sunk in. Oh, you're talking about hair and skin. And all right, (laughs) I'll try it. Well, it took probably six weeks, but after we started using Dinovite, no more flaky skin. He doesn't scratch and itch, and he started to put weight on. It was was awesome. He makes us feel like we saved him. Every rescue dog in America deserves Dinovite for 90 days. I wish that we would have started the Dinovite right away. It would have been so much easier. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. You're listening to the House of Cards. Do you know what a straight flush is? It's like unbeatable. Like unbeatable is not unbeatable. Hey, I know that now. Hey, poker players, welcome back. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. I want our listeners, first of all, to remember that or to learn that we're talking to Johnny Hughes, who is a great poker storyteller and writer. And also you have done some stuff on strategy. Can you incorporate into your remarks something about some strategic things that you have learned at the table as far as when to be aggressive, what kind of seat you may want, uh, and what to do when you're facing aggressive players. You bet. Well, I have what's called a Hughes strategy. I've written for Bluff Europe, the biggest poker magazine there, every month for five years. And I write memoirs, strategy, psychology. I have a Ph.D. in organizational psychology. And when I taught, I would use poker strategy 
and poker things about poker as an example, and the students really like that. But in the Hughes strategy at No Limit Hold'em, you do, never raise in the fourth and the fifth seat. You just trap. That's the key element of the thing. And then you play kind of tied ABC around to the cutoff and the button. And then you play very aggressively. And I was an aggressive player back in the day because the old pros were coming out of five stud and they were tight, you know. And now with everyone so aggressive, I do not raise in the four and the five seat. Uh, I trap because you can pretty much count on a raise and you can count on these weak button raises and, you know, people with bad hands want to raise it because they saw it on TV. Well, let me well, ask you is... about that specifically, Johnny. Uh, so let's say okay. you're sitting in the five seat, you're in mid position, and you've got a pair of aces or a pair of kings. You don't raise with that hand, you just call. Absolutely. I play big pot poker. And part of this is you're playing against the rake now as much as the other players. And so I want the pots to be big. But say you do raise with two aces in the fourth seat and three or four of them call you, well, you're kind of in trouble because you've got to act first the whole way. But say you just call and someone else raises, now you may re-raise. And I'm, I'm going to re-raise in that spot with ace-king, aces or kings, Probably call it with queens and jacks and that sort of thing. But in other words, it neutralizes position, actually, because the others make their big actions. If you raise in the four seat, there's only the blinds out there. Why do you want to hurry up and get them before you get in some action with those aces? And if no one raises and you just get calls behind you, you've got to be kind of careful. I mean, you know, you bet half the side of the pot or something. You don't want to get too wound up about it unless you do get a raise. But aces, kings, and ace-king play best against one other person. And so this way, and also if one guy raises and three or four of them call, they're not going to be able to call my re-raise. I'm going to re-raise the size of the pot and sometimes even more. And in the early parts of a game, if I'm in a casino, you know, I might still be short-stacked because they'll only let you sit in a certain amount. And this play works pretty good just to move in. And you have a deceptive value. They don't know what you're doing. And very often they think, you know, I've heard them say this a hundred times, they think that you uh, have a pair but a smaller one, a mid one down that you're re-raising where you couldn't raise it and now you can and people will say he couldn't raise it it's not i couldn't raise it young man it's that i didn't raise it you have a choice you know but i've been doing this for four four or five years and uh i started playing a lot of poker when i retired 10 years ago and i just went on a hell of a winning streak and it was luck. there was some luck involved i don't even believe in luck you know I don't believe in losing streaks much, but I, I was really hitting some hands, and I had won some pots doing this, you know, and I started keeping a notebook. And this just really was good, although my notebook, my record-keeping was flawed because the mathematics wasn't true. I mean, I never did lose on two kings. I just never did. But if you'll take ace-king on the, on the odds calculator... It's good against any hand except kings or aces, and you got a 30% chance against kings. And so you're trying to build a bigger pot with those quality hands, and you're also getting to act last. If a real tight player raises it up that hardly ever plays a pot, I might just smooth call him with ace-king. But if one of these aggressive button raisers, and that's the flow of poker, Crandall Addington, who's one of my pen pals and has given good reviews to my books, book, uh, he said, you know, we didn't have that flow of poker in the past. Very few move-ins before the turn. And people have changed their poker because of tournaments and watching it on TV. But by the same token, I'm playing position here. In other words, you raising those early positions, 
and it just it doesn't do you as as much good. You might lose a big pot or win a little one. I'm trying to win a big pot, and you end up with some matchup situations that are just so ideal. If one guy raises it and three or four call him, and you make a real big bet and get one caller, well, both of you probably have the best of it with the and you know if you had ace king and he had a pair of nines, both of you have some money out there in that pot now where you didn't have money in the pot beforehand, but I've experimented with this. Uh, it's the, it's the only way I play, and if you're in a tight game. You might raise in the five seat and not the four seat, but this is fun to play too. So you know where do I mean? you play, words, Johnny? You where do you fun? play most? Okay. Of your, where do you play most of your poker these days? Hello. Yeah, where do you play most of your poker these days? I couldn't hear you, Ashley. Oh, I I said, where do you play most of your poker these days? Okay. I play at a place that you've interviewed the poker manager, Winstar, Jay Wilde. Oh, yeah, down in southern Oklahoma where everybody in the parking lot is from Texas. Everybody. And uh, it's a friendlier place than Vegas, and it's so much cheaper to go to. And I don't play so much nowadays. Uh, Poker was life-changing for me up until most of my dang life, you know, over 50 years of my life. Uh, even when I had a, I had a job the last 30 years straight, didn't miss a day of work, but I depended on poker to supplement my income and did well in Vegas most nearly every year at the World Series in the cash games. And I'd get so dang lucky one day that it was kind of hard to tell if I could even beat the dang town. But... Everything's it's it costs twice as much to get there. The you can't stay right downtown with where everybody is. You know, it, the early World Series was the most delightful thing in the world. Um, what was your first? What was your first year of the World Series, Johnny? What year? Uh-huh. What year was your first year of the World Series? Seventy-five. I flew out there with Amarillo Slim, who was. Already famous, getting in the night show, and was already won the world championship once, and uh, even got a good photograph of me and him from that trip. We're going to take a break, and then we'll be right back. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a -a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with high-quality gaming suede and suited speed cloths. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a pro-caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code HOCRADIO when you check out at ProCaliberPoker.com or when ordering by phone at 240-25-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. Remember, to get your free gift when ordering your poker table, use offer code HOCRADIO. That's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O. Order by phone at 240-257-6537 or online at ProCaliberPoker.com. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Hi, listeners. It's Ashley Adams, and I wanted to take a minute to talk about MyPillow. I'm sure you've seen or heard the commercials about this hugely successful product made in the USA. Sleeping well, I've found, contributes to playing poker well. And I can tell you that this pillow, my pillow, which I've been using, has helped me sleep longer and more deeply. And now MyPillow is offering a four-for-one deal. You can get two MyPillow premiums and two go-anywhere travel pillows, all for the price of one MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913, click on or mention Radio Listener Special, and use promo code CARDS, C-A-R-D-S, at checkout. MyPillow comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty, and you can even wash and dry it. MyPillow is also the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. 
That's the radio listener special at MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913 and use promo code CARDS. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, but we buy ugly houses, people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no-obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize, tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast, do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to let you know about a newspaper in the New England area. If you're looking for poker tournaments or the latest promotions at Foxwoods, Mohegan Sun, Twin River, or if you want to find out what's happening in Las Vegas, Atlantic City, or other casinos around the country then I recommend you check out New England Gaming News for all the latest news, events, and hot casino action from around the region. You can do that in one of two ways. You can either pick up their free copies at gambling venues throughout New England, or you can visit them at www.thenegn.com and sign up for exclusive specials and promotions. That's www.thenegn.com. V-N-E-G-N-T-H-E-N-E-G-N.com. The New England Gaming News, New England's only resource for complete casino and poker news. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's JerseyManMagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Hey, this is Dave Weishuttle from House of Cards with your House of Cards Gamer Report for the week of October 31st, 2016. Federal Judge Noel Hillman ruled last week that poker pro Phil Ivey and a companion violated state gambling laws when they won $10 million at the Borgata Casino in Atlantic City. The judge found that Ivey and a companion, Chen Yin Sun, violated state regulations in 2012 by asking the dealer to arrange Baccarat cards, allowing them to see what cards would be dealt next. The Borgata now has 20 days to outline to the court what damages it has suffered from the violation. The U.S. Congress may be taking its first steps toward the legalization of sports betting. Congressman Frank Pallone of New Jersey, the ranking Democrat on the House Energy and Commerce Committee, announced the committee will review the present laws and possibly introduce new legislation which would encompass daily fantasy sports. Sports gambling is prohibited in all but four states due to the Professional and Amateur Sports Protection Act of 1992. And finally, it looks like comp drinks for gamblers in Las Vegas may soon be coming to an end. Presently, 11 casinos are now regulating the free booze that is given out to gamblers. Comp drinks will now depend on the time and length of slot play and video poker machines. Included in the casinos regulating the drinks are the MGM Resorts and Caesar Properties. This is a sad day in America. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. 
Do you have what it takes to compete against the best in the world? Find out at the 14th Annual Borgata Poker Open September 6th through the 23rd. Test your skills during two weeks of checking, raising, calling, and bluffing your way to the top spot leading up to the televised WPT Borgata Poker Open Championship. Featuring a $3 million guaranteed prize pool. Qualify online at BorgataPoker.com. Available in New Jersey only. For tournament details and live streamed events, visit the Borgata.com. Must be 21 or older. Number problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. The ambassador of poker. Join us online at houseofcardsradio.com. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. Listeners, we're talking to Johnny Hughes, who is an old road gambler and professor and teacher who's just written a novel and has written interesting books in the past about his poker experiences. Uh, Johnny, did you ever play in a tournament out in Las Vegas? Did you ever play in a poker tournament in the oh, World sure. Series? sure. I've played in small tournaments. and We used to play this. I've won satellites. Uh, one tables. We'd play the one tables, and I would uh, sell it. But I was usually on there, only there about five days, up to seven or so. And I felt my time would be better played in the uh, cash games. And when it first started, they didn't have satellites. And I wasn't about to put down $10,000 to play against the very best players from Texas. And that's what they were, you know. And, uh, but I was a little bit short-sighted because I had tournament experience from bridge tournaments. And we, we played freeze out here way back in the fifties and sixties where it was a promotional deal to get the game started, get everybody show up on time. Everybody sit down on a hundred dollars at one o'clock and one guy got all the money. And we already knew that format before they did it at the World Series. Amarillo Slim, who rarely told the truth and claimed credit for everything, he told people he invented Freeze Out, and hell, I'd already played it for years before that, you know. But And I've done fairly well at the small tournaments, but if you go to a place like Windstar, and you enter a smaller tournament, and you, it takes all day, and you might win as much as first place over in the side games. And also, with the bigger fields, tournaments taking longer, I'm getting too old for the tournaments. In other words, it's just uh, it's too grueling. I hear you. Do you still play uh, bridge, Sean? I, I won the West Texas tournament here two years in a row. Which probably had three or four tables. What? Where but, was that played? What? Where was that played? Up in an apartment where a guy ran a poker game. I ran poker games for years. I'd run small games and cut the pot, play in the two levels of bigger games. There was a medium game, and then there was a real big game. And in the the only games we played were Hold'em, Texas Hold'em, and seven five Kansas City low ball, and not as much low ball. Uh, poker Hold'em from the, about the mid fifties on, and I don't know when it was invented, but it pretty much dominated, and the better players wanted to play it. You know, was it always and played? The college boy, was it always played no limit, Johnny, or did you play it limit at first? Oh, we start playing no limit in third grade, and we never played limit. And also, I ran these poker games, and gosh, they, they, I don't, you know, I can remember the big gamblers and things they said in teaching me, exact sayings and all. And I can't even hardly remember the little games. But I don't, and I don't know how I scratched out a living, but we'd have eight players, and it'd be a $20 sit-in, and we'd play no limit. And um, only, I only, I quit playing limit in about high school. 
I see. When you ran your games, your little games, were they limit games or were they no limit games? They were the little, all of them, regardless of the size, they were no limit. In other words, even my little game was no limit. I see. Have you ever played uh, in a limit tournament or have the only tournaments you've played been no limit? The only tournaments I've ever played were no limit. Well, let me ask you this, Johnny. You, you started out wanting to be a gambler. You became a gambler. You ran small games. You played in bigger games. You played money, bridge. You played a lot of poker. Why did you end up deciding not to do that full-time and to become a university teacher instead? Well, when I was 26 years old, I got my first job for McGraw-Hill Book Company. I faked up a resume, you know, and I got my first job traveling for McGraw-Hill Book Company. That's when I got out of college. And, you know, they paid me. And then the second week, I mean, two weeks went by, and they paid me again. I didn't have to win anything. I couldn't go broke. And we'd always make fun of working people, you know, and we'd joke about it and and all. But it was just uh, it was better to for me to work and uh, play poker, too. And I've never worked an eight-hour day ever. And I worked from Grow Hill three years, and I took another five years off. But that was mostly to go to graduate school and get my doctorate. I was married then. And uh, since that time, I've always had a job. But it was like a sales job where you go in for two or three hours in the morning, and then it was a professor's job where you go in for three hours, four hours in the morning, um, and you're free in the afternoon. I spend mornings at the university, afternoons with the gamblers, and nights with the hippies. It was three totally different <laughs> cultures. You That's know. very cool. Why don't you tell uh, our audience what the name is of your current book and how they can get a hold of it? Okay, I have two books for sale on Amazon, and you can look at www.johnnyhughes.com, J-O-H-N-N-Y-H-U-G-H-E-S. My latest book, and I think everybody would like it, whether they're a gambler or not, is called Famous Gamblers, Poker History, and Texas Stories. And as I said, in all of my writings, and I'm trying to teach, in other words, I'm trying to teach the people the things that these old gamblers taught me. And there's two basic things I'd like to mention. Okay, go ahead. One is the math of it and what is a professional gambler. And back in our day, we'd say gambler, and it didn't mean the same as it does now. It meant somebody made their living gambling. And you take a percentage advantage if you shoot craps, you're the fader. If you have slot machines, you own the slot machine. If you play poker, you attempt to have all your bets make mathematical sense where you have the best of it, a percentage advantage. And you don't play other games. I go in a casino, and I don't gamble at anything but poker. I might make a $10 horse bet every once in a while because I'm on vacation. But uh, I wouldn't put a quarter in a slot machine. Somebody might see me. I'd be so ashamed. (laughs) And um, that's the first thing is just always take the best of it. And the second thing is gambling is in two phases. The first phase is the wager. And the second phase is the outcome. The first phase, you bet on a football game. The second phase is somebody does win or lose. And you should care about the first phase and put your intellect into that, but you don't care at all whether you won or lost. You just feel zero emotion about it. I call that my inner poker face. And gamblers are used to that ups and downs. Today we got off winter in the stock market, and then we blew it at the end. What am I going to do, beat myself up three days a week over that? You know, and along with this, of not feeling anything, whether you won or lost, you don't care about how you do for a day or a month. You care about how you do for a year. And your gambling income will equal the number of bets you faded 
times the percentage advantage. And your losses would be if you weren't taking the advantage. Titanic Thompson said that all a man needs to be a winner is to feel good about himself and have some kind of advantage. And so the two go together. If you have trust in the mathematics of poker and you know that you're making the right plays, then you shouldn't care. People, there's no such thing as a bad beat. There's no such thing. Runner, runner, so what? It happens. It's part of probability. The, uh, I hear these guys, why well, hit a straight on me and they're whining around, it's a bad beat. Well, they got to hit some straights or you wouldn't um, fade straights, you know. In other words, it's just part of it. One thing that used to happen in the earliest days of Hold'em is any time the suckers got two hearts and a flush draw, they thought it was even money. And also a rule kind of we had is don't give poker lessons, don't tell the odds, don't tell somebody you made a great play, you know. Uh, that's what my mother would do in bridge. She'd just play the living devil out of those cards, and then she'd say, that was a scissors coup. And she'd talk to me as if those two people weren't even there, you know, just kind of a rudeness. But at the shop where we had a 35-year poker game for road gamblers and outlaws and anybody wanted to play, and several of the world champions played, and, uh, you know, Amaral Slim was there and Sailor Roberts and different ones would come there. Uh, you didn't celebrate, no high-fiving kind of stuff, but you didn't bad beat story or you didn't show it in your face when you lost a pot. And the way to keep from showing it is to keep from feeling it. I love Johnny, we're going to have to end uh we're going to have okay. to end on that note. I'm looking forward to having you on again and I've appreciated your time with us uh right now. Okay, well thank you Ashley and thanks to Doug. Well, one of these days, you and I have got to get together. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Uh, hey, hey, you went to Japan, right? I sure did. It was great. And if you ever go there, I'll tell you all the things you need to do to go find a game. Did you play poker there? I sure did. I sure did. In fact, I. When you listen. I've played poker more places than anybody I've ever heard of. <laughs> well, that's probably true. Johnny, take okay. care. When you, when you listen to this show, the mailbag segment will have my full story on playing in Japan. I hope. Okay. <laughs> okay. Take care, Johnny. Bye. Everyone, that was Johnny Hughes, a great raconteur, a great writer. Uh, we're going to pause and then come back with more House of Cards. Do you have what it takes to compete against the best in the world? Find out at the 14th Annual Borgata Poker Open September 6th through the 23rd. Test your skills during two weeks of checking, raising, calling, and bluffing your way to the top spot during over 40 events. Enter to win your share of Borgata's largest poker prize pool of the year in Borgata's largest poker tournament of the year. The televised WPT Borgata Poker Open Championship starts September 18th with a $3 million guaranteed prize pool. Catch all the action of the final tables for the $2 million guaranteed deep stack kickoff. The $1 million guaranteed Almighty Stack and the WPT Borgata Poker Open Championship in exclusive live streamed events at theborgata.com. The 2016 Borgata Poker Open at Borgata in Atlantic City, September 6th through the 23rd. Satellite your way into Borgata Poker Open events online at borgatapoker.com. For tournament details and live streamed events, visit theborgata.com. Available in New Jersey only. Must be 21 owner. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards, and you know this show keeps me busy traveling around the country. Do you hear all that noise behind me? That's a casino floor in Atlantic City. Even though I'm around all this excitement, I still need a good night's sleep, and that's why I bring my pillow everywhere. Now, don't get me wrong, the hotel rooms here are very comfortable, but some of their pillows aren't the best for my back and neck. That's why my pillow is a must for me when I travel. And right now, my pillow is offering a special four-for-one deal. 
You get two MyPillow premiums and two Go Anywhere travel pillows, all for the price of one MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913, click on or mention Radio Listener Special, and use promo code CARDS, C-A-R-D-S, at checkout. MyPillow comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty, and hey, you can even wash and dry it. You deserve a restful, deep, comfortable, and like me, healing night's sleep. That's the radio listener special at MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913 and use promo code CARDS. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout, and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to the House of Cards. Is winning the most important thing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you mean? Even with like considering health and like world peace? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Welcome back, everyone. This is Ashley. I am here uh, for House of Cards with my producer, Dave Weishattle, in studio. This is my favorite part of the show, by the way, the mailbag segment. So uh, what do we got this week, Dave? Well, a little housekeeping. I just want to tell people how to get in touch with us. If you have a question for the mailbag, you can reach us at info at houseofcardsradio.com. You can, uh, let me see if I get this right, tweet at us. I hope I said that right, at H-O-C Radio. You can leave a message for us on the Facebook page or call our hotline at 609-474-4627. So now that I uh, told people how to get a hold of us, I'm going to disregard all the questions we got this week and ask you about an amazing trip. Amazing. You just came back. Well, it all stems from the fact that I have an amazing wife who uh, teaches something that is sought after the world over. My wife teaches something called the Alexander Technique, which is a method of learning a more easeful way of doing whatever you do. Oh, wow. She actually doesn't just teach. She trains teachers of the technique at the Boston Conservatory. And in that practice, she has come to the attention of folks who are in Japan. So she said, I've been invited over to Japan to teach for three weeks. Um, My wife and I are always together on Friday night. So the only way she could do this would be if I accompanied her (laughs) so we could be together on Friday night. You found the loophole. I have to go with you. That's right. (laughs) That's absolutely right. And so, you know, kicking and screaming, (laughs) she dragged me all the way to Tokyo. But the condition that I had was I had to find a poker game. So when I am, which by the way is not an easy task in Japan. Well, because it's no strictly casinos. illegal. Yeah. Uh, in Japan, it's not just that there are no casinos because I find games where there are no casinos, but uh, it is strictly illegal. In fact, the guy I ended up getting hooked up with, which I'll talk to you about, um, told me that if he were arrested and convicted, first offense, many many thousands of dollars and a few nights in jail. Oh wow! Okay, first wow. offense. Second offense, he said, it's not a joke at all. It's two years in jail, a couple of $100,000 fine. So it's hard to find a game. He said there are underground casinos run by the Japanese mafia. Uh, I forget their name. It starts with a Y. Um, But what he does is... Let me ask you something. The fact that you're asking around for a game in Japan, does that put you in any legal... Well, I didn't ask around for a game in Japan. The way I found the game, which is how I often find things, is I asked my poker friends, my connected friends in the poker universe, the best of which is Linda Johnson, who uh, runs Card Player Cruises, has been a guest on this show a few times, and her friend Jan Fisher. I sent them an email, and I said, I'm going to Japan. Can you uh, 
hook me up with anybody. I know that you have been there a few times. And they said, absolutely, <laughs> there is a great guy. His name is Hiroshi. And he uh, has not just set us up with poker, but he has taken us on tours of the country. Uh, his wonderful contact. So I contacted Hiroshi. And Hiroshi, as it turns out, uh, hooked me up with a game, undisclosed location. Okay. Um, and I would say this. Uh, I had a wonderful experience. It's not something I would do regularly because in order to run an underground game, you have to charge a lot in Japan in order to make the game make sense given yeah. all the risk that you're taking. And so the rake is prohibitively, insanely, ridiculously high. Even so, it was worth it to play here. What happened was um, I met Hiroshi who took me out for a wonderful, wonderful dinner. He uh, took me to a place he had been going to uh, near what's called the Tokyo Dome. That's where the Giants play, the the biggest team in oh, Japan. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're famous. Yeah, baseball. Uh, yeah. That's right. And uh, there's a place near there that he runs a game in. But he took me to dinner first. And it's a place he had been going to since he was a child. And, in fact, the wait staff were two women that he said, I've grown up with them serving me. They were like in their 80s <laughs> or 90s. And it was a wonderful meal, a rice dish with uh, cooked in a pot that it served in as well. It was a, I had seafood, and I also had some grilled chicken. And it was a great dish, wonderful meal. He paid for it wow. and told me stories about Japan and his travels around the world, playing poker. He had been a tournament victor. Uh, victor. He had lived in Canada, blah, 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 blah. Takes me to the game. On the way, we stop at something I'd never seen before. It was a free poker game, oh. meaning no money, entertainment purposes only. But players are so devoid of places to play that they pay $30, <laughs> 3,000 yen okay. to play in this free game. I mean, imagine a bar league game with no prizes, just play money, and people pay 30 bucks just to sit down and play for chips. I mean, unbelievable. <laughs> but he took me there, and they played, and I actually I got a chip from the game. It was called the uh, Backdoor Cafe, and the icon of the Backdoor Cafe is a woman's butt uh, <laughs> in hot pants. So at least they have a sense of humor. The Backdoor Cafe. <laughs> but that's it. we got to go. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next time, and uh, that's it for House of Cards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.